Well, Pinkies, what do you know? It's the Faye Driver. It's been a while since I uh, put a show out. I guess I've been a little bit busy, maybe a little bit lazy. But today we're going on a, just a quick little trip into Tiny Town to get some groceries. Today is the day after my birthday, being March, the, my birthday March 4th. Today is the day after that birthday day. Um, and I have to tell you all kinds of things. I'm going to tell you about my pies that I've been making. And uh, I tell you about... Oh, i got some voicemails. We'll get to those fairly quickly. And I'm going to tell you about a cow. And I'd like to tell you about my brake job on the Landmaster RV. I'd like to tell you how mucky this driveway is because the snow is melting now. And, it's, of course, it's turned the driveway, the forestry road just into a soupy goo of mud it's just mud and some spots are pretty well packed but some spots are just like goo and that's because of the scandal between two neighbors <laughs> who keep fighting about this ditch one neighbor wants the ditch built <laughs> and the other neighbor doesn't want a ditch because you i don't know why anyway so whatever but before we do anything let's listen to a voicemail here's a voicemail from some good friends of the pink wheel nuts podcast hey Faye, this is harley and casey in denver yes we are i just wanted to let you know that uh, we've been thinking a lot about you lately it's been sub-zero which in fahrenheit is pretty freaking cold uh-huh. in sub-zero Sub-zeros in centigrade, it's not that cold. Is that the terminology for it? It's pretty freaking cold? Pretty freaking cold. Right, cool. You know, since I lived in Montreal during my college years, I wanted to say I totally appreciate the cold weather and the snow and the muck and everything else. And we just want to say that we listen to your podcast all the time. We rarely get a chance to send you a voicemail, but uh, here you go. Something from Colorado, which was also freaking cold. Colorado to Canada, we love you. I love you. Thanks, guys. So take your tiny wings and fly away. <laughs> oh, <dear God. laughs> Anne Murray, we just love her. Yeah, just, yeah. just saying. Okay, first of all, you have to give up this uh, uh, this infatuation with Anne Murray. She does not represent Canada. <laughs> as wonderful as she is, uh, it's time to move into the 2020s. Um, those were uh, the guys from the enormous podcast, Harley and KC, uh, out of Colorado, as they said, in Denver. Um, and thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Now, Harley and KC have taken a, a small hiatus from the enormous podcast. I just want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, this is one of my favorite shows. I highly recommend it for, uh, for the gay man in you who lived through know the 80s and the 90s because they are they often speak of the good times and uh, it's a very refreshing it's very heartfelt and thoughtful uh, podcast so you know I just love Harley and Casey and their show and you know there's a certain amount of stress when you take on the responsibility of doing a podcast and I know that Harley and Casey wanted to do a regular 
uh, you know, regular uh, episodes at a defined time to a month, I think, was what they were going for. And, and that's great, but I encourage you that uh, it doesn't matter when your shows come out. I encourage you to do a show as you have material and the time and, and the desire to do these things because it's a lot of work. People don't really realize how much work it is to put together episodes. And you guys have very good quality. And, and, and I know you guys talk for hours and try to uh, whittle it down. So we appreciate, as a listener of podcasts, uh, I think any listener appreciates no matter when your show comes out and that you don't need to be, you don't need to set yourself up on this defined timeline uh, because you're really adding stress to your life by trying to do that. And we're all doing this for, for a hobby. It's, it should be a recreational experience. Um, so don't feel bad that you, you're, you know, you don't have to feel bad about your listeners thinking, oh, those bastards, they didn't put out a show. <laughs> I certainly don't think that. And I think the majority of podcast listeners are very grateful to receive an episode, per- particularly for a, uh, a program that they like, you know, that's, uh, that is so entertaining and engaging. And thoughtful. So I encourage you to stay on hiatus or do whatever you're doing and we'll get your episodes when we get your episodes. So thank you Harley and Casey. Enormous. You can look in my show notes for a link to their uh, their show. Uh, you can look on uh, your, your uh, audio podcast player in the info or the lyrics or wherever. I always put links to, to people that I talk about in my lyrics or my show notes or the show art is another version of it. Okay, so now another, we have another uh, uh, voice letter. Uh, guess who it's from? It's the guy who, who stopped podcasting and just calls in to everybody else's show. Good day, Faye Driver. It's Scotty Rossi I'm about to get on the train, but listen. Can we have an update from Brenda Boo, oh. who has moved far away? Have you heard anything? Uh-huh. Brenda, if you're listening, we miss you. Hope everything's going well. Okay, bye. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Scotty. Uh, yes, Brenda Boo. Uh, who, Scotty oh, it's, a re, it's on repeat for some reason. His, his episode's yeah. repeat. All right, thank you. Uh, Brenda Boo has moved to has moved to Florida uh, for a uh, short period of time. I believe she could possibly be heading back to Iowa shortly. She went to Florida for a, a, a little rest and relaxation, and <laughs> and she loves the heat. <laughs> not, um, but it's the winter there, so it's not too bad. But I suspect that uh, soon we will be here. Well, I don't know if we'll hear from Brenda Boo. Uh, you know, that's her prerogative if she wants to be doing another show. Maybe we should try to dig up a, a um, uh, uh, what's the name of that other show I did with Brenda? <laughs> Tonopa. Drive Time Tonopa. Uh, maybe we'll have to do a Drive Time Tonopa episode and so that Brenda can tell us exactly what she's doing. Maybe she'll call into this show and tell us what she's been up to. Um, 
So, uh, so that thanks, thanks for that. I will, I'll say no more. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to divulge any secrets. Because um, you know she could be very well be an international spy. So I uh, don't want to blow Brenda's cover. Now let me tell you about my pies. Oh, guys, I've been, I've been sort of mildly getting into baking. Um, uh, not necessarily because I'm bored out of my tree, but you know, I could be a little bit bored right now. Um, so I made a lemon meringue pie for my own birthday and I, I did a, I did a little test case where I made some lemon meringue tarts first just to test the recipe and to see what I felt. Um, and they turned out really nicely, pretty good, maybe a little thick with the, uh, the meringue, not the meringue, the, uh, I guess, you know, in British they call it lemon curd, right? The jelly type stuff. Now, I did not get a kit. This was not a box of lemon meringue pie filling or I made from scratch. It's so easy. Just eggs and lemons and, uh, uh, I don't know, that's about it. Water, maybe? Um, uh, so, uh, I made from scratch a lemon meringue tart. So that was my test case. They turned out really well. And then... I went on to make a lemon meringue pie and I I actually I don't like to use a lot of sugar in things although I'm a chocolate fanatic I really love chocolate um, so I backed the sugar off in my pie for my birthday pie and I made a lovely meringue it was everything turned out really well I was it was so it's pretty easy though I mean it's not it's no nothing very tricky so I made the uh, lemon meringue pie for the birthday and took it to Mother Anderson's. They had a little birthday dinner for me. This was weeks ago, much uh, a couple weeks prior to my actual birthday, which was yesterday in, in my timeline as I'm recording this. So that went pretty good. I, I didn't have enough sugar in my curd, my lemon curd, um, and it was a little soft, so it didn't really set very well. Uh, but it was fine. It tasted great. Um, so then, my for my next adventure, I made a sweet potato pie. Yet another super easy thing, like potato, yams, or sweet potatoes, uh, some sugar, and uh, some eggs. That's about it. A couple other little things. Um, and that turned out quite well too so that was a it was good again I backed the sugar off because I don't like things super sweet and it turned out just fine I put a little uh, lemon uh, sorry a little orange zest an orange juice sque fresh squeezed juice of an orange and uh, zest of an orange in that uh, sweet potato pie and uh, that was really good so now for my next adventure I'm gonna try a mousse so um, I gotta work together a moose for the next uh, thing that I'm gonna do. Uh, so I don't know when that will be, um, uh, but uh, you know I'm kind of having fun with this. Uh, this uh, it's like experiments. It's like making a little experiment um, in your kitchen. So it's just kind of fun playing with these ingredients and learning how they interact with each other and. How, how sugar comes through in a, in a particular mix and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm finding it interesting. It's certainly not my calling, uh, but uh, it's kind of fun to goof around in the kitchen. 
and it's kind of relaxing. It's, it, uh, yeah, I'm just enjoying it mildly. So, um, almost at my first destination here, I'm going to take a, take a little break here and I'm going to come back and tell you about the cow, the adventures with the cow and, uh, we'll see what else I have to talk about. All right. One second. Okay. So the cow, uh, here's the cow story. (laughs) Um, now, you know, Mr. Anderson works from home. He has an office in our little house on the mountain and his office window looks out onto the front yard. And, uh, he was working away there, uh, one afternoon and he looks out his window and there's a cow in our yard. Uh, it was just a, a young thing. Uh, so like, a, it was a male, I guess it was a male cow. It's, I guess it's not a cow if it's a male, uh, a boy cow, a young, young man, Ste- a steer. It's a, is it a steer? I don't know. You know, you'd think I'd know better. I did used to work on a farm, but that was like 25 years ago. Maybe 30 years ago by now. Um, Anyway, so there's this cow. (laughs) Standing, looking in, right in Mr. Anderson's window. Like right up against the house, looking in the window. (laughs) And I know that the neighbors have cows. The neighbors are like, you know, 200 meters away. Um, and I know that they have cows up there somewhere on their hundred acres. So anyway, there's this cow standing in the front yard. So, um, I, I get elected to go deal with the cow, uh, because Mr. Anderson's in the middle of a zoom meeting or something. So, (laughs) um, uh, so he shouted out and Faye, come look. And, uh. So I came to his, to his office and there was this cow standing there. It was hilarious. Anyway, so I went out to outside to deal with the cow. Now, this cow was very skittish. It did, uh, it, it uh, you know, I don't know how much human interaction it had, but it didn't like the looks of me. And uh, it was locked in like our, our front gate was closed. So he had to, the cow had to have come down from the, uh, uh, the, the upper, the upper hundred acres. And there must be, there must have been a break in the fence or something. Who knows how this, I don't know how this cow got out. That's, that's the neighbor's problem. So anyway, I go over to the neighbor's place, you know, up the road and into their big compound and I'm knocking on the there's a couple houses up there there's a workshop there's a barn you know some sort of ranching outfit up there anyway I finally managed to find these two ranch hand dudes in the in one of the workshops and uh you you, I know you guys do you guys deal with the cows and (laughs) you know uh yeah I guess yeah uh these two sort of cowboy dudes didn't strike me as the brightest uh, uh, lights on the tree. But anyway, so I told these guys, yeah, well, you, there's a cow in my yard. Um, do you guys want to come deal with it? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll come. We'll come get that damn cow. He's out again. Like it's a natural, normal thing. Um, and so, okay, well, I'll, go, I'll go over to my place. I'll open up the gates and I'll, uh, you know, you can come in. So um, I walk back. 
the cow has since you know like disappeared the cow when i when i came out and saw the cow it kind of freaked out it ran up to one of the upper levels it was hiding behind a tree and then i took off to the neighbors by the time i got back to the neighbors the cow's gone and it, i guess it had worked its way around back up to the upper um the upper half of uh, my property our property and then these guys come over with their little quadra, quad, like, side-by-side Hobie cat. I don't know what the hell it is. It's like a four-wheel go-kart, um, you know, on uh, whatever, four wheels. Um, it's like an all-terrain uh, golf. It's basically an all-terrain golf cart is what it was. Um, so... I told them, well, the cow's gone up, back up the, the back, so they had they were trying to get their this thing up the up on top of a bank, and they were tearing up the bank. And my landlord is going to come over, and he's going to say, "What the hell happened here? Why is the bank all torn to shreds? Because everything is all gooey and slick, right? The snow is melting, snow is gone, but the whatever earth is left behind, it's all just it's like." sopping wet so anything that's grass or any any kind of material that's down is just like walking on a sponge basically um, so these yahoos come along in their four-wheel drive golf cart and they're tearing up and they're driving through the mud and it's just a disgusting mess and of course the cow is leaving cow prints everywhere like the cow is, is when he when the when the, whatever a 800 pound cow puts his foot down he just goes right through the top layer and leaves all these little cow footy prints <laughs> all over the place and we were able to track this cow up into the top back you know 40 acres and we were up there looking around we could see where he came in but then kind of lost the trail cuz it's half snow it's half dirt so and these guys, these yahoos in their four-wheel drive, he's, he's got a bucket of oats or whatever the, whatever the crack for cow treat, candy treats are. <laughs> he's got this bucket of oats. So we were looking around there. They were driving around. They, they went through my nicely groomed dog walking trails and drove their four-wheel drive through everything. It's just, it just made a mess of everything. Anyway, we couldn't find this cow. So those guys, well, we'll go back down. We'll go to our side of the property and see where he could have got out and blah, blah, blah. So as they were leaving, as they were leaving, of course, then the cow peeks his little tiny, his head, <laughs> his white this white cow patch head, uh, pokes around a bush. and and Because and, uh, the cow's the same color as every other thing else that's up there you know all the trees are gritty and brown and gray and green and so the cow is very well camouflaged so anyway I said hey you guys well I yelled to these guys of course that scared the cow again so then the cow was like well, well what's going on what are you doing so anyway we we found the cow the guy one of the guys went over there with his bucket full of candy treats uh, cow treats and managed to uh, uh, encourage the cow along and so the cow fo- obviously followed him because he had food and he's probably known the cow probably knew this dude and uh, 
they managed to uh, coax him along back onto their own side of the property. So that was quite an adventure. That was a little bit of fun. Um, uh, I don't particularly care that the cow got out. It's fine by me. Kind of was kind of interesting for a little while. Uh, but that's the fun that we have on Pink Wheel Nuts Mountain. So I will end the show here. I'd like to thank those people who sent in their voice letters. Um, and thank you to everybody who wished me birthday wishes. I think I still have a few people to tweet back at on the Twitters. Um, so thanks to all of those and all the listeners out there who continue to listen. I'm now 54 years old. One step closer, one, one year older and deeper in debt. And I'm looking forward to the big move, which we'll be doing here in about uh, 30 or 40 days, 40 days from now, probably. Um, and then Mr. Anderson and I are going to get in our big rig and head off on uh, a pre-summer adventure. So uh, I'll talk more about the, uh, the Landmaster RV fifth wheel rig and the work that's been done on it late recently and getting ready for the big trip. Um, so that'll probably be the focus of the next episode. In the meantime, thank you for listening. I am the Fade Driver. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network, where you can find other uh, LGBT and LGBTQ-friendly podcasts at pride48.com. Thank you. Bye-bye.